When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Isaac Rankin is incoming. Can't wait for this uh, young gun to uh, just absolutely start starring for the Crows. Um, he has so much untapped potential. We've seen it, though, this year. The next step for Isaac Rankin is to put it together absolutely each and every week. Um, all Australian Guernseys back in, I reckon, for this kid. And we've spoken during the week that, you know, his next potential is that he can pinch hit in the middle. And if he can start doing that then, yes, he's probably worth absolutely each and every penny, if it is, in fact, $800,000, which they're reportedly going to give him over five years at the Crows. Around about six fifty is what Gold Coast reportedly offering over five years. The chairman is Tony Cochran. We love the way that Tony Cochran goes about things. He's very, very out there. He had this to say. There's a lot of very disappointed people up here, and I know a lot of his uh, fellow playing mates uh, all feel that they're all in this together and they felt that um, he was in this with them and would go forward with them. So, um, yeah, there you go. Money talks, huh? Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair from Tony Cochran. I wouldn't have thought. Well, money does talk when, if the numbers are true, the difference in the two contracts at the end of both, Gold Coast, Versus the Crows will be an extra $750,000 from the Adelaide Crows. From a young man who needs to, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't blame anyone in any situation who's playing AFL football for saying, well, look, I, I probably need to cash in when I can. Also, he's South Australian. So it's all sort of adding up. Yeah, there's obviously t- two sides to this story. So you can't fault Tony Cochran, I don't think, for coming out and, and saying that. Like, he's a passionate man. He's a chairman of a footy club. He wants to keep his best players. He wants to have success at the Gold Coast Suns. And to do that, you need to keep your talent. So we spoke about it earlier. They've invested so much time and energy and like all clubs do when they get draftees in, they get players into their footy club, you invest time to develop them, to turn them into the best players they can be. And we can see Isaac starting to – his talent is really starting to shine through. So for him to leave – as the Gold Coast are on the way up the ladder, it it, it is it is tough and it is emotional and they're going to be disappointed for, for a little while. They Absolutely, they'll get over it and they'll move on and they'll get – they should get a pretty good package for, for Isaac uh, in compensation for, for him coming back to Adelaide. Mm. And then on the, on the flip side, Isaac looked like he was enjoying his time on the Gold Coast as well. I think there was reports that he'd bought a house – we never really come out and said that he's homesick or he's missing Adelaide, so I don't think the the come come home factor was was that big in in Isaac's Isaac's world. I could be wrong there, but um, for the deal to be reported like it is, absolutely, it's hard to turn down. Mm. And for someone that I mean, Adelaide have been screaming out for, for players like this over the last couple of years. They've been linked to Jason or Francis. They've obviously been linked to Rankin all year. Um, they've got Th- Riley Thilthorpe in. They've got, um, they've got Jordan Dawson across who, who's become uh, an absolute star, Rochelle. So they're screaming out for these sort of players as well, which they've gone out and, and they've done. And to, to get these sort of players out of these clubs, you're going to have to pay overs. And we've seen 
history would show that that's what you're going to have to do to, to get players of the calibre of Isaac Rankin. Congratulations to Isaac Rankin because if this is the first real solid prime example of a player getting paid overs to get him back to the Crows who notoriously don't do this, <laughs> well done to him. Cash in. Congratulations. Uh, David King said this yesterday via Kane and Kingy on SEN. I think this is one of the most poorly advised players right now that I've seen for some time. A young man at 22 years of age, he's only just getting going. He's only just hitting his straps. He's played, what, 50 games of AFL footy? He's not an $800,000 player. Now, I understand you you, you get what you pay for, and and the Adelaide Crows have done a great job in, in securing their man, and you have to pay overs. I get all that. But the pressure that'll be on him right now worries me, because mm. he's a, he's a small forward. He thrives on on winning his own ball in a forward fifty. He's not a marquee mid, so he won't be able to get the numbers that'll satisfy the fans. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. This was doing the rounds last night on social media on Twitter all through yesterday, and most supporters not very happy about this. Um, completely understand where David King's coming from, but. Just how could you say no? How could you say no to that sort of money? And from what I've seen and what I keep on hearing about Isaac Rankin, he's a kid that enjoys the pressure and he's a kid who enjoys the spotlight, not in an arrogant way, but just a kid who would embrace all of that sort of pressure. He could be built for this sort of environment. Now, that was a question I was going to ask you because I I don't know him as well as you do. And I actually agree with David King in in this situation. It's a different beast here. In Adelaide, two-team town, you're coming across. He's obviously really talented. We know that. He's a high pick. He's coming across at a young age and the Crows are through this rebuild stage. They're, they're trying to trying to get their, their footy club back up the ladder as well. I am worried if he doesn't perform to the expectations that people think he's capable of, how is he going to handle that? Because it can be scathing here. And I've witnessed it firsthand only a couple of years ago, albeit my situation's a lot different to, to Isaac's and I was a lot further along in my career than, than Isaac is at the moment. He's got a, a lot, lot of footy left in him. But I just fear that if, he, if, if Crow's supporters and members in this town aren't a little bit patient as well, that they could break him. That's how I feel. Okay, so two two questions. One, what would you suggest from your experience? What would you suggest that Isaac Rankin should do? And second part, what's the responsibility for the manager? Should he be looking at someone saying, hey, by the way, this is a, a lifestyle decision, it's this decision, there's going to be pressure, or is it purely to get the best bargain? Well, I, th- I still think it, need, it needs to fit as a, as a player. You don't just go to a side that, you're not gonna. You don't think you're gonna have chemistry in, and that side needs you. And the, the the you moving to a team, it still needs to be the right fit. But there wouldn't be a team, I don't reckon, that wouldn't love to have Isaac Rankin. No, ab- absolutely not. So that's first and foremost. Next is I just think everyone just, especially Adelaide supporters and members, just need to be patient. Like they they can't they can't expect him to come across next year and and have. Shea Bolton type numbers. I know um, Kane's been Kane Corns in the media has been speaking about. He, they wanted to, they need to try and turn him into a Shea Bolton like. And absolutely, Isaac Rangan has the potential to be the caliber of player that Shea Bolton is in the next you know three to four or five years, whatever it is. 
But I just hope that expectation won't be next year. And and the Crows are still working through their their club as well in terms of where they are. Like they're still a bottom four or five side. They're not. They, they are going to be beaten heavily in some games next year. They're not quite at the level where they need to be in this rebuild yet. So there are going to be some tougher times before there are good times. So if he's not performing to the level week in, week out that that demands if you're getting paid this sort of money, I just I, I worry that he could get cut down a lot earlier than he than he than he should. So let's just um let's just play hypotheticals. You're Isaac Rankin's manager. Yep. And you've got two offers here. Five years, six fifty at Gold Coast, where a lot of his football development has started as an AFL player, or eight hundred a year over five years. Um, so you say, Isaac, here's your two offers. Here's what I think you should do. What do you say? I think for where to, um, Isaac is right now, I would have potentially signed a less amount of years, say a two-year contract, continue your development, continue your trajectory that you're going in, knowing that the option to come back to Adelaide or Port Adelaide will always be there. The, the, the two teams in this town will always invite South Australians returning home to their home state. And he's young. In two years' time, he could take his game to another two or three levels and come back and demand even more than 750000 $800,000 in the next couple of years. Don't sign a five-, six-year deal. Take a two-year deal. Keep backing yourself in. Keep putting the work in that you've been doing over the last couple of years help the Gold Coast continue their way up the ladder, which is what how good of what we've seen over the last couple of years and, and the job Stewie Jew's doing and, and the players are doing over there at the moment and come back and, and sign your big five- or six-year deal, potentially earning even more than you could have uh, in, in this deal. It's funny because the other – I mean, the, the other example of that is probably – I mean, Connor Rosie started this season, signed a two-year extension, which would take him to the end of 2024 – um, and it's still – I wouldn't say it was a make or break here for Connor Rosie, but it was could he produce the football that everyone probably knows that he's capable of in 2022, and he's done that and beyond. So if he keeps tracking this uh, direction, his next deal that he's going to probably start negotiating next year will just be very, very fun for him and his manager to work through. Yeah, and, and I think history shows guys that so, sign long-term deals, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but – they seem to not take the foot off the pedal, but there's not too many cases where they just keep getting better and better and better. Guys seem to perform when they're out of contract mm. too. Yeah, like yeah. They, they play more on the edge knowing that I, I need to play well to either get a contract or get a bigger contract or get more interest from other clubs. So One-year deals. It's funny how your <laughs> psyche works like that. And, again, you don't, as a player, I mean, you certainly that's not – necessarily the forefront of your mind, but it, it does seem to happen a lot. Are you trying to tell me this giant Brody Grundy deal isn't working? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can answer that, can't you, Hazy? 